Empowering Black Women podcast. This is episode two of season two, and I have three of my favorite people in the world with me on the line to talk about travel etiquette today. So I know recently you've been seeing some things in the news about travelers going to places like Dubai and not really having the best time, right? Because things have gone wrong. They've ended up in jail and everybody and their mama has a comment about who should go where, what they should be doing, and yada, yada, yada. So today, we're going to jump into that a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about what it means to really travel. What's the purpose of travel? What kind of travel etiquette we should have when we're moving about the world? And what we should just be aware of when we're outside of our own bubble and actually entering someone else's bubble. So... I'm going to start off with introducing my three lovely friends. We've got Danielle from New York. We've got Keisha from New York. And we've got Lauren from VA. So, Danielle, I'll let you introduce yourself first. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Hi. My name is Danielle. I'm born in Guyana, but raised in Long Island. Yes, New York. Um, I, I love traveling. I actually met... My friend Nadine, through our travels in in Abu Dhabi, we're both teachers there. And we did some traveling. Yeah, this was, what, maybe over 10 years ago. And we've done some some traveling there. I I enjoy traveling and learning languages and learning about other people and and cultures. Yes. I met Danielle in 2010. It's been 13 years. Danielle, about to be 14 years. Can you believe that? It's a whole teenager. I, I cannot believe it. Yeah, it's been a it's been a good run. It's been a good run. It has. Danielle is the first person that I met in the UAE that I was like, she's so awesome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I'm going to go over to Miss Keisha Parker Esquire. Hi, everyone, and. Thank you, Nadine, for having me on your podcast. Um, So a little bit about me. I was born in the most wonderful Caribbean island and all of the Caribbean sea. Uh, Flag colors are, you know, green, black, gold, if you're familiar. Uh, Little little humble country full of humble country people called Jamaica. (laughs) But I was raised in Brooklyn, New York. And um, I met Nadine five years ago in Bali. And ever since then, we've just been hopping. Five. Yes, five. Yeah, five, right? Sheesh. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's been five, but it it just doesn't. It it seems like. Yesterday? It doesn't seem like that long ago, but Mm -hmm. it seems like that long ago. So. Yes. Five years. Wow. Yeah. And ever since then, we've been running to catch flights and my passport page is being flipped through because I don't look like I look in my visa photo and everything else. <laughs> but in my spare time, like Danielle, I, I, I don't, right. I, you know, the, the crisis of a black woman changing hairstyle. You just don't look the same in your visa photo as your passport photo as you do in person. But like Danielle, I enjoy learning new languages. I enjoy uh, fine dining in the New York City streets. And I just uh, want that the best country in the Caribbean is Guyana. <laughs> Here we go. Talking to a Trini. Talking to a Trini. <laughs> because I can't remember anyone talking about carnival in Guyana or Jamaica. Well, we won't go there. We won't go there. 
And then last but not least, we have Miss Lauren, Miss Lauren Odom. Tell us about yourself. All right. So I am the only real American <laughs> on this uh, African American. Here we go. <laughs> I'm 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 not from anyone's island. <laughs> Um, you know, even though I, I tell Nadine's mom all the time, I'm a real Trini <laughs> now. Trini, Trini. <laughs> and uh, she, gets, she gets a kick out of that. Um, but Lauren Odom, I am from Suffolk, Virginia. We're known for planters peanuts. Um, but I'm here in Atlanta. I met Nadine online five years ago almost six years ago, um, saw that she was traveling and was like, hey, can you help me get some stamps in my passport? I think at the time I only had one and that was to the DR. And now I am 25 countries in. Oh, wow. Um, Rocking out with traveling black women. I have branded myself as the assistant brand marketing manager <laughs> of traveling black women. Um, so yeah, that's me. Um, I, I definitely, um, what was the rest of the question? That was it. It's, it's just a, <laughs> oh, that's it. Oh, okay. Cause you know, I'm ready to talk, <laughs> you know, here's, here's my opportunity. Give me a microphone and it's on. So can I just say I'm so impressed? 25 countries in five years. That's pretty dope. Yes. So, yes, I, I let my first passport run out on me um, with, like, maybe three stamps in it. It was just a waste of money. Yeah. Um, but now, yeah, 20, 25 countries in, um, you know, I'm stamped up. I even even have the tattoos on my um, on my arm. I got tattoos in Nicaragua, um, you know, my top six places that I visited. So, What's yeah, the top I'm, six? A, I'm a world traveler now. The top six. All right. So Trinidad and Tobago, um, <laughs> Nicaragua was just a cool place to go to. Like we, we, we had an amazing time in Nicaragua, um, Antigua and Barbuda. Um, that was for my 40th, um, Dominican Republic. I've been there twice. Aruba, mm. best beach, hands down. So what's that? Five. Um, I added Atlanta because that's, you know, I put that stamp up there because I moved from Suffolk, Virginia to Atlanta. So I added that one. Um, so yeah, that's my, that's my top six. I feel like I'm missing one, but, um, it's up, but it's oh. okay. And uh, no, Jamaica's not on my list of places to go. I just feel like, you know, it, that's that's a place where every like everybody goes. Like I wanna I wanna see places that no one on my social media timeline has been to. Um, just so that I could come back and flex, even though I never post photos. I just share out Nadine's <laughs> posts. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Jamaica's not really on my list. I'm sorry, Keisha. I think Keisha's okay. gonna have to take us. 
So that way we don't end up in the touristy areas. Keisha's going to have to take us and like show us. Yeah, that so that's a, that's another thing too. I'm glad you mentioned that, Nadine, because like one thing about like when I travel, like I like, I do I do not care for resorts. Mm-hmm. Um, the time that we went to, the first time I went to the DR was on the resorts. The only time we left was just to go to, um, you know, offsite excursions. Um, and then the second time um, when we went, um, I had to find the locals. I like being in the mix with the locals because that's that's when you know you get to really know a place and know the culture, um, and they have the best food with the locals. Yeah. So I'm not if I can't be with the locals, then I don't want to visit that place. And Jamaica is not one of those places that you can go on your own. Yes, you can. I take you to my you know. house. You'll be fine. We can go with you, but could I go and know where to go alone without you? Yes, no, and know all the little the little local spots, the little local restaurants, and the bars and the clubs. I think we could, just like we figured out right. Antigua and, and Nicaragua and everything mm-hmm. else. I think we still could. We could figure out Jamaica. Oh, I'm not. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> you no, just have ma'am. to work. You just have to work on your patwa, and then you'll be fine. Okay. No, ma'am. And yeah. then Danielle, Danielle got to take us okay. to Guyana. I mean, yeah, I'm. I, I'm gonna take y'all to Guyana. We are gonna go go to go to Guyana for the weekend. Go see the Kiteshire Falls. I, you know what? I do want to go see those waterfalls. Yes. 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 I'm gonna take yeah. y'all. I'm gonna take y'all. We gonna go to Guyana. Kiteshire Falls. Go to. So uh, this is sounding like a spring break trip <laughs> for this year. <laughs> it could work. No, no. Sounding like a spring here. break trip. Yeah, we can do Guyana. I'm with it. I'm always with it. I'm always with it. Yeah. I think that's a great segue to the purpose of travel, right? Like, what would you all say is your personal purpose for traveling? I think for me, you know what? Learning about different cultures and just an understanding of different people. And you know what I find interesting? You know, when I went to school out in Long Island, you know, I'm from Guyana. And I never wanted to say that I was, I'm from another place. I'm from Guyana. I remember one time we were doing an interview for something and they asked, oh, what school did your mom go to? And I was like, Craig Government School. And they're like, Craig Government School? Where's that? You know, and, they, you know, and I, and it was like, oh, you're not from here. You're from somewhere else. And I didn't want to be, you know, different or be the other. But, you know, I found that from being from somewhere else, I have my culture to share with other people. Mm. And I just like learning about other people's cultures as well. And so for me, traveling is is to learn, you know, learn about different cultures and foods and try different things and just just experience different things that I won't experience here, you know, sitting in my apartment in, in New York. One thing that I enjoy doing with this group always is going to different countries and going to the supermarkets and trying the local foods and getting the local snacks. So for me, you know, traveling is, is about learning and exploring, learning about different people, different kinds of learning about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I know one thing about you is that you're going to find the snacks. You're going to find all the local snacks. <laughs> Danielle is going to get the snacks. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm going to find all the local snacks and bring them back in my suitcase and just snack all week and take myself back, you know, to, to being, to being wherever we were last week or, you know, the week before. And I think that's so dope because it's just like, there's so many things that we do at home that are like our hobbies or our interests or whatever. But then when you take it and you go somewhere else and you're able to kind of like duplicate it or not even necessarily duplicate it, but just kind of figure out, well, what would this hobby look like if I was here? I think that's really dope. Yeah. So it's like, I like snacks. Yeah. So what would this look like yeah. if I was eating snacks in Mozambique? Oh, you know what? I'm going to eat all this popcorn right here. This tastes good. 
it's, it, 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 yeah, it tastes it tastes so good and just you know. It, I don't know. It just, it just brings me, you know, just brings me so much joy, you know, just brings me so much joy. I love that. I love that. I think my answer would be the same as Danielle's answer is to learn and to immerse myself in another culture. So like Lauren said earlier, right. I like to do whatever the locals do. I like to do wherever they go. You know, it's like, no, I live here now. So what, what am I going to yeah. do? What do you do? Take me to do what you do. You know, we could, we can look at the tourist attractions and that's fine. And that's all well and good. But it's also just saying, okay, here we are on a Friday. If we lived in this country on a Friday, what would we do? And I think we had that experience when we were in Guadalupe, right? With Lauren just whipping the, whipping the whip <laughs> all up and down. Yep. <laughs> island. You know, we, just, we look something up and we're like, okay, we're going to go do this. Or, you know, we're going to go to this local wine bar. Bar, this local, you know, beer distillery, we're going to do these things. And so it's just really putting yourself in that, in that place and in that culture and just thinking, wow, okay, this is how they live life. And then you get to see similarities. You get to see where there's some differences. And ultimately you get to realize that as humans, we're all the same, right? Yeah. We're all kind of living the same life, wanting the same things, having the same desires. And really the only thing that separates us are the borders uh, that, you know, men kind of put in place to say, this island stops here or this country stops there, blah, 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 blah. But otherwise, we're just all human and we're all just the same kind of people, just living life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I was so agree yep. with that. It's like when in Mozambique, when like our tour guide came back and took us to that club. I was like, all right. <laughs> I mean, everyone. Right. And he just randomly showed up and was like, hey, what's up? (laughs) Y'all trying to go get these beers? Right. Like, oh my gosh. It was a good time, though. We get there and, like, you're on the dance floor. And I mean, like, everybody is nose to toes. Like, (laughs) (laughs) the same dancing you see everywhere, you know? It was, but it was a really good time and it was a great atmosphere. And it's just like, this is what I would be doing if I lived here Mm -hmm. and it was a Friday night and I just wanted to go out and chill and have some drinks and dance a little bit, you know, that's a really, really good point. Yeah. My reason for like traveling and, and, you know, what I expect when I travel is to, um, one, to be able to disconnect, Mm -hmm. um, because I'm, I'm always on, when I'm home, um, and, and transitioning from being on site, working directly with kids or whatever to now working from home is just around the clock, you know, of me, you know, I'm, I'm able to step away from my work here and there. Um, but it's, it's the, the five o'clock now starts to blend into seven or Mm -hmm. eight. And then it's like, okay, let me close Mm -hmm. my laptop and then it's time to go to bed. Um, but it's it's being able to disconnect um, from just the work life, the adult life. It is very ghetto being an adult. I don't know why I wanted to brush this. You know, sometimes we go places and we have people that will wash our clothes, that will cook our food, that will run errands for us. And, you know, I kind of come back home and I feel like I'm living... Um, <laughs> I'm living the, the the ghetto life of where is where is my maid? Where is my butler? Oh no. You know, um yeah. yeah, so I mean it's it's just the to get away from the ghetto of yeah. everyday life here. I'm adulting. In America. Adulting. And Lauren, you made yes. a good point of just disconnecting because I know for me, whenever usually when I went away, 
I'd have my phone with me. I'm checking emails. So I'm like, oh, what am I missing? What's going on? What, you know, what's, you know, what's going on? What's going up at work? And right. that, that, that would constantly, although, you know, I'm on vacation traveling, it gives me a little bit of anxiety, but this last vacation, you know, my phone wasn't, um, you know, wasn't able to connect and I just had to let it go and just be like, okay, well, whatever's going on, I'll deal with it when I get back. And that just gave me just a sense of freedom and just peace, you know, like just to enjoy myself and completely just put myself in the experience and not worry about what's what's going on at yeah. work. Because, Danielle, let me tell you what was funny, though. The first day or two, you were like, oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to do work tomorrow. Yes. I'm going to do work tomorrow. Yes. And every day tomorrow showed up. <laughs> <laughs> you just did not get any work done at Nothing. all. You sip your wine. <laughs> Nothing. You told stories. Nothing. And I'm Nothing. just like, Daniel, I don't know why you continue to tell yourself that story. And you know what, Lauren? Um when I came back, the emails were still there. Nothing had, you know, nothing had exploded. Mm-hmm. You know, the world was yes, yes. everything, you know, everything was was going was going just fine. So no, right. that, was a, that was a lesson lesson for me. It's almost like, let me disconnect. Let these people who get paid to do their jobs get paid to mm-hmm. do their jobs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to step in yeah. to fix everybody's problem or to complete whatever task. Um, mm-hmm. But it was just cool to see you disconnect. Like, yeah. for real. No, and it felt, it felt you know, it felt good. Um, it felt good. Like, like I just felt, I felt, I think I felt at ease, you know, like I, I, I couldn't worry about what was going on in the emails cause I couldn't see it. <laughs> <Whatever's> going on, <laughs> it's going on, you know? So it, 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 you know, I felt at ease. I felt very at ease this, this trip in Mozambique. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I think is really interesting about just the purpose that I think we all have, and maybe that's why we travel together so well, is that it's that that desire to just learn, to see something different. First of all, to separate ourselves from our day-to-day and then see something different. So I think that helps too. Like I know Keisha will come, for example, and she'll still do her work-life balance thing, but it's still kind of like I'm disrupting my flow of sitting at my apartment in New York and yeah. doing this. Now mm-hmm. I could actually like mm-hmm. listen to some birds fly behind me and see some palm trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm chopping up this email, I'm still in the midst of being in this different place. Because Danielle, I think about that fish all the time. Like the fact that we were on the beach and we asked for a menu, like regular Americans, can we have a menu please? And he brought us a tray of fish, like menu, (laughs) pick a fish. Like, which one do you want? Yeah, (laughs) Right. Like that was, what? Okay. I want that one. The one with the big eyes. Like, (laughs) what? Now, see, Nadine, I'm a, I'm gonna tell you what my first thoughts were because you were there trying to speak what little bit of Spanish you mm-hmm. knew, and you asked for the menu in Spanish. And when he bought out that tray of fresh fish, my first thought was, "Is Nadine <laughs> one man?" Nadine did not say, "Can I see a menu?" I ain't saying right. Correct way <laughs> she in Spanish. Ain't right. <laughs> And he shows up with a tray of that fish. That was you. Confused for a moment. <laughs> yeah, but then I realized, yes, that was the menu. He was like, listen, I don't speak English. She is struggling to speak Spanish. We just going to do this thing by live pictures. And he pulled up with a tray of fish. 
And that was amazing. Like, that was amazing. It's just, you know, like you you look back and you smile, you know, and it's just, you know what, Nadine, I think it's very important when you kind of equate traveling to being a guest in someone else's country. And I kind of look at it as a guest in someone's home. For example, growing up, when you came into our house, you took your shoes off at the door. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when you come in and you see the shoes lined up, you know, and it's, oh, take your shoes off. So, you know, I wouldn't go in someone's house where they're saying, oh, take your shoes off. Or say, no, I'm going to wear my shoes in the house because in my house, we wear shoes through the house. Right. And this is what I'm going to do in, in your house. You know, so that's how I look at it. Like, you know, the rules of, you know, when you visit someone, the rules of their house, that's their home. So that's how I look at it at traveling. Like, that's their country, you know, and these are their yeah. rules. And this is what I'm going to do as a mm-hmm. guest in their country. I think that's such a great analogy. That's perfect. And then also yeah. to that, and yeah. think yeah. about it, especially yeah. Yeah. if you're from the Caribbean, right? And if you're going to somebody's house, you get that speech ahead of time. Don't ask for nothing. You're not thirsty. <laughs> you're not hungry. Mm-hmm. You're not this. You know, you have those right. rules, right? And so you leave knowing that when you go to someone else's house, you better be on your best behavior and you better not embarrass your parents and you better not do this. Because yes. there's these core set of rules that you understand. And then even when you enter into that other person's space, you're observant enough, right? We're so hyper village. Vil- 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 mm-hmm. I can't say very villagent. But you know, we're just in this hyper focus mode that we're like, we're observing. Okay, the shoes are at the door. I'll leave my shoes at the door. Oh, they do this. I'm going to do this too. Oh, this is how you greet someone. So, okay, I'm going to make that greeting too. You know how many aunties I have mm-hmm. that are not my aunties? But that was the greeting, right? So then you just did the greeting. So, it, you know, that it's just so apropos to realize that you're a guest. Mm-hmm. And then when you're a guest, when you're a guest, you, you abide by these rules, you respect, you honor, you know, you want to make sure that those who invited you into their space feel happy that they did and not regret that they extended the invitation for you to come. Absolutely. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I feel like both of those are such great examples. You know, so when I see all these things popping up with, you know, people being upset about, you know, don't go to this place because they don't allow this and don't go to this place because they don't allow. I'm like, well, one, yeah, you do have to do your research to see what is your threshold, right? Because maybe your threshold, maybe maybe you have funny looking feet and you don't want to take your feet off, your shoes off in nobody's house. Maybe maybe that's your individual problem. And it's it's fine. You know what I mean? Maybe that's your thing. But if that's your individual thing, be aware of it so that you can make your individual decision as to whether or not you are capable of leaving that part of your comfort zone. It's not a you know, oh, these people are so horrible because they make you take off your shoes. It's like, no, understand, have that self-awareness to know that maybe this is something that you just cannot do, right? But at at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, as a guest, you cannot go into somebody's house stomping around just because that's what you do in your house. Like it, it just, it just does not work. And I think that was a perfect analogy for yeah. everything that we've been seeing. You all keep saying that this is a Caribbean household type thing. No. If you were raised by a black woman <laughs> in general. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Keisha, because growing up, my mother would take us to her friend's house and mm-hmm. she would tell us, don't do not ask for anything to eat or to drink. And these people are having a full 12-course meal and my stomach is growling. But I dare not ask. Even if they say, you want something to eat, no man. No, 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 thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Stomach is eating my back. And I knew not to say yes to, can I get a plate? Mm. 
Not at all. So <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> but what happens is I feel like instead of people being self-aware about their individual needs, they then start spreading these ideals that, oh, this place is a bad place to be, or, you know, don't go over to that mm-hmm. person's house or whatnot, or in the, in the terms of, you know, switching it over to countries, don't go to that country, don't go to this yeah, country. Yeah. And it's just like, but that was your individual thing. That doesn't mean that these mm-hmm. this whole population of people are just completely, you know, write them off the map type of people like, oh no, don't ever yeah. go over there. I mean, Danielle and I, Danielle, you lived there longer than I did. I lived there three and a half years, almost four years. Danielle, how long did you live in Abu Dhabi? I was there four, four years. years. Four okay. years. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, yeah, there were some things now it's not perfect. Just like America's not perfect. Just like no country is perfect. It wasn't perfect, but just the ways that you see things described to me, it's just so basic where it's just like, they're just basic yeah. things to respect. Like, hey, you don't do yeah. certain things yeah. certain ways, and that's yeah. it. That's all it comes down to. And just respect. As a guest in the country for four years, I respected, you know, your rules, you know, um, like, you know, at the schools, right? You know, working in the schools, they required you to, you know, dress a certain way. Yeah. Okay. This is this is what's required in your schools. This is what your teachers do. This is what you're telling me to do to, to be in your to work in your schools. Okay. Fine. Um, I, you know, I used to wear a bias and I, I liked it. it was, they were free flowing, you know, they were comfortable, you know, didn't have to worry, you know, think too much. What I was going to put on in the morning, throw on my, my abaya and, and keep it moving, you know, but that, mm-hmm. you know, and it was kind of like a, a respect for the, the school, you know, like I was, I was, I was a guest in the school. So I'm going to respect your cultures and your way of life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So what would y'all say outside of like the whole Dubai and respect debacle that we've been seeing lately? What would y'all say is your number one, I guess, um, piece of advice for travel etiquette? One, if I didn't know, I would definitely look to join like online communities mm-hmm. such as traveling black women on Facebook. <laughs> Um, you know, and just, and just pose the question of, Hey, I'm looking to travel to such and such place during such and such time, you know, what can I expect? And there is going to be, um, a few people that will just hop in the comments, um, you know, just to be able to provide like places to stay, what to eat, what to do, but also be able to provide um, information on, you know, what not to do, mm. what to expect when you get there. Um, a lot of times when we, when we go out of the country, you know, I'm looking up before even going, I'm looking up, um, will I be able to drive in this country and what do I need to be able to drive? And what are the laws around, you know, me renting a car? And so I, I try to, you know, do the research on all of those things. So that way, when we get to wherever we're going, um, not only am I safe, but the people that are with me are safe as well. So thanks, girl. Um, I think we'd be, we'd be the ones with you. Because Lauren do be whipping in them streets. Okay. <laughs> so <Right>. two wheels. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. But did you die? You know, all of you all have come back. (laughs) And Nadine is always the first one in the front seat talking about somebody's driving. I'm appreciative. I'm very appreciative. (laughs) 
and complains the most. But hey, we all need a friend like that. We all need that one friend. Hilarious. I just want to say what Lauren said about research. I think I think that's that's important. You know, like like you said, there's all these there's uh so much resources at your dis- at your disposal. You know, there there are these groups. There are the, these guides, plug traveling black women. Um, <laughs> right. You know, do do your research. Know know where you're going. What are the rules and you know regulations of the country country you're going to? Um, and it's all. It, it, there's. I don't want to say there's no excuse, but there, you know, there really there's there's resources are there. The resources are there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the resources. Are there. No, but you're right. There kind of isn't. Yeah. And then here's the thing: while you're doing your research, be curious. Yeah. Um, and mm. not judge my soul, because it's so easy to say, "Oh, mm-hmm. that's what they do. Oh, that's how they live. Oh, I, that can never be me." Well, okay, if you mm. want to go into their country for a particular moment and period of time, that is going to be you. Well, you know, yeah, you have right. to deal with the authorities, right? So be curious. Don't mm-hmm. be judgmental. Ask random questions. Just just think of it through. And especially if you're going to a, a, a culture where there's probably a different uh, dominant religion or a different um, kind of stance in political ideology, whether they're more conservative, less conservative. We want to know all these things. And, you know, don't, don't, don't do these flagrant fouls. Like, so, for example, you know, a country doesn't appreciate non-military members wearing fatigue. Don't, don't wear, that, that's not the time to wear your army fatigue hoodie <laughs> through the airport. It's, it's not a very yeah, right. right? It's not a very good welcome. Don't say, oh, I'm not going to be the one. You, you, you might be the example for the day. And, and because you spent your money, because you got on a plane, because you packed the bag, because you did all these things, you want to be able to go there. You want to be able to enjoy yourself, have a good time and come back and say, you know what? This is the great experience I've had. This is what I learned. This is what I did. So get curious, not judgmental. Learn, you know, we're in the information age. There's so much information at our fingertips. And just kind of be just resourceful. Like Lauren said, like Danielle said, look at the guides, uh, Traveling Black Women Guides. Um, look at, you know, the, the Travel Black Women Facebook page. And, you know, there's some other Facebook pages, which we support. You can look at those too. And just do a general Google search. Ask Siri. Ask Alaska. Alaska. <laughs> you know, there's so many ways to figure it out. <laughs> right. Which is so just right. It's so true. Like, I feel like there are so many resources sources out there now like back in 2010 when I was first moving to Abu Dhabi like everybody thought that I was getting ready to be you know swept up in some kind of like sex cult and they were like no this is not real but the resources were <laughs> limited you know so it was a yeah. valid concern but me having the same mindset then that I do now was like no I'm gonna go try it and see what happens you know um and it turned out to be amazing it turned out to be one of the best experiences of my life right but mm-hmm. at the same time, I did exactly what you said, Keisha. I stayed curious, right? Because I had no real knowledge of Islam or Muslim culture outside of Newark, New Jersey. Like Newark, New Jersey, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you heard about Farrakhan and you heard about all these different things, but it was Nation of Islam. So it was a very different type of um, mm-hmm. approach to Islam. But I got there and of course, everyone's like, oh, you know, the Middle East, like it's going to be like this and 9-11 just happened and all of this. And there, yeah. there's this fear that you're, you kind of like get stirred up in you and then you get there and it's like, oh, they're offering me tea. <laughs> and, yeah. and they're, they're, you know, they're curious about my hair and, you know, we're having these conversations. Of, oh, Miss Nadine, you like, yeah. you know, and it's just this whole different thing that you just don't 
you did not know to expect. That is nothing like what people have right. like made you fear. So that be curious is really, really like write that down, like be curious, you know, like really be curious about what it is that you can possibly expect. Because even if you do the research and you find out and you ask the questions and you find out this and you find out that there is still this possibility that you get there and what you expect is still not what actually happens for you in that moment. And without that curiosity, you end up kind of being like, oh, that's not what I expected it to be. Well, stay curious because maybe you'll see something else. Stay open. Maybe you'll see something mm-hmm. else, yeah. you know? So I like that. That, mm-hmm. that was that was good. I'll see you, girl. That was good. That yeah. Was good. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of, the, one of the biggest things for me with travel etiquette, there's also something that needs to be set for how you show up, how you present yourself, how you engage with people, you know, doing little things, simple things like learning how to say thank you and please and hello in the local language. Like just little things that say, hey, I'm not just here to observe your culture and go. I'm really here to engage with you. And I, even though I might say to my friends that I want to learn, I want you to know, too that I want to learn from you, that I want to be a part of your culture. And I feel like when we were in Mozambique a couple of weeks, well, I'm about to say a couple of weeks ago, that was last week. We were in Mozambique last yeah. week. I feel like we did a really good job of that, of being like, hey, we're not just here to just, you know, ride on these four wheelers and see what you got and go home. Like, we want to talk. We want to engage. We want to see what you got going on over here. We want to have these conversations. And I think that made such an impact. You know, like people were excited to talk to us, excited to connect with us. And that felt really good. Like I came home like, yeah. that was a really good trip. I felt really connected. Mm-hmm. No, what do y'all think? Mm-hmm. I wanted to put William in my suitcase and bring him <laughs> back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think everyone wanted to do that. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like there are a lot of successful individuals in our group mm-hmm. that are doing amazing things in their day-to-day lives. And I think that, um, you know, when we go to these other countries, we see like, Hey, we could actually invest in our own properties and tap into the individuals that that live in that community to actually work for us, but also make them business people themselves. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it it just it just drops that that idea on me every time that we travel. Like, hmm, I need to come back and buy some land and just move here, <laughs> yeah, and then just employ the locals. You know, since I can't bring them home, I just <laughs> should just move there with them. <laughs> so, you know, you say that, and it reminds me of uh, one day when we were, I guess, going into town to the market, and you know, one person on this on this podcast who shall remain nameless. Um, there was a young girl on the roadway selling cassava leaves, and she was selling selling them for twenty medicals. And so, you know, the young girl approached. And, you know, the person said, oh, how much? And she said, 20. She gave it a 20. Then the young girl handed over the cassava leaves. And she said, no, 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 don't want them. Um, you know, sell them to someone else. And just the joy, right, that overcame that young lady. Just mm. the joy that here, here it was. Someone just gave her 20 bucks. Well, 20 of their dollars. And just, you know, it was just this. I, I just 
I hadn't seen Joy like that in a long time. Because sometimes, you know, being in the States, you don't get your PS5. You're angry. You're mad. You know, you're, you're Starbucks coffee. Right. Right. You know, you want to light somebody up. But here it is. 20 medicals, right? Which was like, a, what, like a dollar or something for us? Mm-hmm. Or maybe more or less. I don't recall. But just the joy and the excitement. And then not only that, she's with another young lady. And they were, I know they were making their plans to go buy some chips, go buy some something to go do something. Because <laughs> they were flying about what they were going to do with this $20. But they were just so overjoyed. So, you know, right. in, in, in being immersed in someone's culture, right? And I, you made this point before, Nadine. You're not just there to take. You're just not there to stop and see and just kind of move on. But you're there to give, right? You're giving of yourself. Mm-hmm. You're giving of your substance. You're giving of your resources. And you're, and you're blessing someone with a memory. You're blessing someone with this right. kind of experience to say, wow, this person just gave me this. And for them, it could have been, to us, it might seem insignificant. But for them, it was like the most magnanimous thing that you could have done mm-hmm. to make their day. Um, and I, mm-hmm. I think that's also a blessing and a beauty about traveling. Not what you could just get from being in that space but also what you can give and you can leave there for people to remember and to hold on to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so true mm-hmm. so true I think in Mozambique in particular because people haven't really been speaking about Mozambique that much like it's still just kind of getting on the map in terms of travel and and uh, tourism and things like that like most of the time they see white faces doing this you know they see white faces coming to to be tourists and things like that. Mm-hmm. So to see, like, it almost feels like family. Like, families come in and say, hey, what's up? Like, you know, it's Christmas. I don't know. I didn't, maybe Christmas is not a great, great example. Right. But it's just like, you know, his family is coming to, to say, like, what's up? And we're not just there with these expectations about what they can do for us because we're on vacation. But it's like, it's a it's a win win. It's it's a mutual situation where it's, where I'm looking at y'all and like y'all look like me and what you need because I want to help you know right. but, you know and and it's it's it just feels mm-hmm. good. It just feels like a, a impromptu family reunion. You know, I remember going through the airport yeah. a couple yeah. times and then another guy in our group, like the guy who was checking the um the passports, I was like. That look like your cousin, you know what I mean? <laughs> and he's looking around, he was like, Oh yeah, he does kind of look like me, you know. And I think those moments are amazing mm-hmm. because it's like it's it's just connection. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also the same when we were in Cartagena when uh, we were going we were walking out walking throughout the streets and every now and then you encounter someone and I forget, we were walking down some sidewalk and there was this young black lady looking out through a window and we kind of looked at her and she just smiled and was like, oh, my color, my color. Yes. Right? They were just so happy to see us and to see that we look the same and, you know, yeah. we may not speak the same language, but there was kind of just that kind of semblance that, look, you're like me and I'm like you. And, and we share this kind of like this, this common thing, right? Be yeah. our skin tone, but this is what we share and this is what connects us. And it was just, you know, one of those other like heartwarming feelings, um, of, of, just, of just travel and what travel can do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I would agree with that. Oh, absolutely. Even the guys that were running through rapping, like, I don't know what they were saying <laughs> to this day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember them. They were just so excited right. to see us and, you know, they were rapping and talking to us and it was, it was a connection, a connection. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was pretty neat. It was pretty neat. It was like one of those moments where it's just like, now you're with us physically traveling and physically getting to know one another and, and just being in different spaces, whether it be Colombia, because Colombia has got plenty of black people speaking Spanish, you know, or Panama or mm-hmm. right there in Mozambique, like all of these different places where you have opportunities to see yourself mirrored in other cultures, I think is pretty dope, mm-hmm. you know. 
Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. Yeah. Well, y'all, would anybody have any final thoughts about the purpose of travel, travel etiquette, what people should know if they're traveling, if they're starting to travel, novice travelers, seasoned travelers? So um, what people should know is, is that it is okay to plan your next trip while you're on <laughs> your <home> trip. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Don't feel like you're, you're, you know, you're not enjoying the moment. It is just that you are looking to continue the moment. Fair, fair enough. And all the feels that come along with it. So it's okay to, to plan your travel while you are your next vacation while you are on your current vacation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm writing that down. I'm writing that down as a note. Write it down. I don't yeah, know. That is me, that's my advice. Yeah. Well, my advice along with uh, similar to Lauren's, well, not similar, but, you know, always bring the extra bag to bring back the goodies and the snacks. <laughs> <laughs> always bring Girl, that extra bag. Or travel with a friend. Or travel with a friend who has a larger bag. <laughs> and just put your extra stuff inside of it. And hit yes. up the duty free in the airport. Clink, 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 clink. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, you know what? I would second that. I would say definitely try the snacks in a different country. Like wherever you travel. Mm-hmm. Like just to, to to double back on what Danielle said, like if you go somewhere, you have got to try the snacks. Like the cheese, yeah, yeah. The, the cheese I curls think. may not taste the same, but they're worth a try. You know, the yes. nougat. Like what? What did we get? It was like a, a um, it was a bar that it's not Snickers, but it tastes like a Snickers, but it tastes kind of better than Snickers. It tastes like mm-hmm. Snickers made with brown sugar, so it's actually pretty good. Because I mean, I feel like most things that are made abroad are made with natural ingredients, as opposed to here, where it's just like, mm, I yes. don't know if this is this is yeah. right for me. Red, red number five, yeah, blue number six, blue number six. <laughs> five. right, right. So yeah. I would definitely yes, try the snacks, try all the snacks. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, be, and be a good guest. Be a good yes. guest in, uh, yeah. in other countries. Yes. Be a good guest. Yes, absolutely. My advice would be uh, when you're packing, you're somewhere, when you're packing, according to Lauren, your tourist outfit, uh, <laughs> you know, when, you're, when you're packing for yes. your itinerary, do not forget to pack your patience. Mm. Because yes. as yes. much as travel can be fun, it also mm-hmm. can be a little bit tedious, especially when you're trying to enter into someone's country and your passport photo don't look like your visa photo and you show up with braids in your hair, but your photo is a curly afro of you from like five years ago. <laughs> you know, they're going to ask questions. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to flip through your passport pages a couple of times and don't get nervous. Don't get concerned. <laughs> just be cool. Right. And just be, you know, just be gracious and answer whatever questions they have and you know, keep the neck roll to a minimum and just say, yes, sir, no, ma'am. And mm-hmm. that whole kind of thing. And, you know, just, just remember, you're going to have this experience. You're going to have this adventure. And because you purpose in your heart, or you intent in your heart to have this great time, there's going to be obstacles, mm-hmm. right, that come up to, to take away from that. Yeah. So pack your patience, right. right, to just to just kind of navigate those moments when, 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 when you know, something, some opposition force or whatever is just trying to steal the joy that you just had 
Mm-hmm. Still the joy that you're about to have. Just remember, mm-hmm. right. I need to get through this moment and I'm going to get to the next moment. Mm-hmm. So pack lots of patience, a big bag of patience, like a whole big bag. Right. Yeah. And I want to say, I think that's why I enjoy traveling with this group <clears throat> so much because you know what? Traveling, things are going to happen. Yeah. You know, like you have your plans of how things are going to go and you get somewhere or maybe the excursions cancel, the excursions different than you expected, or, or maybe, you know, there, there's going to be a, a, a there's going to be something that that doesn't go according to your plans. And I think with this group, like, you know, when that happens, we don't sit around and mope and whine and, you know, like get, get, we're just like, okay, you know, let's, let's regroup and let's go on to the next thing. Let's, and it's just, it's just positive vibes, right? Because when you're, when you're in another country and, you know, like you're far away from home and, you know, you don't, I personally don't like traveling with, with negative vibes, you know, or with negative, Mm -hmm. like you want, you want positivity, you know, like you're going to be here together for, you know, X amount of days. Let's keep it light, a bit positive. Let's keep it moving. So that's why I, you know, like, like Keisha was saying, you know, pack your patience. I love that. You know, Mm -hmm. and I, you know, like, you know, when we were in, sometimes you're going through customs, you know, the customs agents, they're there all day, you know, they're seeing people come through and, you know, like, you know, and, they have their own stressors probably, but you know, if they pull you aside to look at something or ask you a question, like, yes, right. ma'am, no, sir. Keep it moving. Keep mm-hmm. it moving. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right about that because making a scene is not going to yep. help. Right. Like we, we've seen that. <laughs> we, we've seen that in the news now that that's not helping. Right. That's putting people in jail, you know, um, and getting overly upset is going to cloud your vacation. You know, like the, yes. the logistics yeah. of moving in from airport to airport is is definitely going to be difficult. Like I would say, even in Mozambique, I felt like everyone was super sweet. Like all the locals, like they yeah. were just like kind or whatnot, yeah. just mild mannered, soft spoken. But those last two ladies at the airport that took, looked at my passport. <laughs> They were not about that life. I don't know where they were from, but they were not about that soft-spoken life. Yes, no. I mean, they, they grabbed my passport up, but pop, 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 stamped it, and sent me on my way. And I'm over there like, because I mean, we just spent, all, what, seven days there? So I'm over there like, hey, hi, how are you? And they... We're not trying to hear that. They were right. not trying to hear that. Mm-mm. But what what does it does nope. what the, what it do me to be upset by that? I was like, oh okay, well they they not for it today. Let me get my passport and go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Okay. Thank you. We just make it through. You don't want it to be on your way trying to transit home that your eye roll or you're like pointing finger at someone or you inadvertently or probably very much intentionally tapping someone <laughs> and you up in prison. Right. There's no due process law. We don't know their due process laws, okay? We don't know if they got a bail thing system going on. So right. we don't want to find out. And what we definitely don't, don't want to do is have to go on the Instagram talking about, okay, we're going to set up the GoFundMe for so-and-so because right. he's in jail and now we got to get a foreign attorney and, a, and do it. No, right. Right. You just have an amazing experience or you're about to have this amazing experience. Have the experience and check yeah. the attitude. It's not, it's just not yes. going to help you. It's just not going to get yeah. you to where you want to go. Right. And I think right. another thing, the last thing that I do enjoy this group is even when things don't go well, we can laugh about it, you know, <laughs> a week later, a few days later, a few mm-hmm. hours later, we're laughing. Oh, remember when that, you know, like, it's part, part of the experience, you know, like you said, like it's, it's, it's part of the, tra- part of the travel experience. That is so true. Right. That is so true. Cause when, yeah. when Lauren had us end up, in a ditch in um in Antigua, and uh, the tire was flat. <laughs> Danielle, you were on that trip, but man, uh-uh. we did not end up in a ditch. The, the, tell the, me, the, tell the me. tire, tire went flat, 
and me and Keisha the came here when we was going to have to push it already. <laughs> I like my version of the story better. <laughs> but I was on the trip when we was pushing Mozambique, pushing that van yes. through the sand. Yes. Oh my god! Being yes. stuck in the sand, like what? Thirty deep in a ten passenger van, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I think three of the four wheels were caught. We're buried in the sand. Uh huh. And then we have yes, to walk on a sand filled road, like about, I don't know, another 10 minutes <laughs> to, to get to our dinner reservation or whatever that was. But imagine right. if we were people of a different disposition. They're like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they bring us out here. We walking in no sand. Right. <laughs> right. We laughed. We took out. We took out our phones. We turned on the flashlight. We were singing songs. Yes. We were doing all sorts of things. And then we had an amazing meal. Yes. But imagine. Imagine right. if we were like sour-faced at that experience. We couldn't enjoy our meal. That's so true. And I'm just exactly. having an amazing story to tell. Now we just have an amazing story to tell. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We enjoyed our meal. We fed some cats. They enjoyed their meal, too. <laughs> They didn't. <laughs> oh, I completely forgot that Daya was trying to feed those cats. I did, I did think of some food when nobody was looking. I stuck him a big old piece of fish. He was happy too. <laughs> Damn, it seemed like you need to refund me my money for the, the food that you fed the cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh no but no that's a perfect example of being adaptable and like making everything fun like this is hilarious i cannot believe we got stuck in the sand and now we got to march to this restaurant in the dark with this without flashlights <laughs> man but they say you know travel makes you a storyteller and that 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 is one of the stories yes. from this trip <laughs> But yeah. Keisha, mm-hmm. I, I want you to share your story of going through Dubai with your 18 different hairstyles, an issue that only a black woman could have. <laughs> <laughs> only a black woman could have. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to give you the abbreviated version. Okay. okay, so because I traveled with a Jamaican passport, I had to get a visa. And for Dubai. And mm-hmm. so my visa photo is of my hair right now, you know, like my curly afro with, you know, this like orangey, well, not orange, but blondish orangey color hair on top. Now, my f- passport photo is of me. My face is a little fuller then because I had a couple of extra pounds. <laughs> so it was me with this like straight bob looking like very Jamaican. In, in that photo, I'm, you'll know what it means. You know, you know when you're an immigrant taking a photo, you just have that look. Like your, your face is straight. Yes. There's no smile. It's like, right, and it's just a, right a faint a faint touch of Vaseline on the lips. Not too much. Not too much because you got to be tough in the passport photo. You just have to do it. <laughs> so okay, it's something I show up to Dubai with the braids in my hair, right? And I'm a braids a little up and a little bun, and I'm walking through like okay. <laughs> I think the rest of y'all have already gotten through. You got your badge. You're already shopping in duty free. So I'm standing in line. And this is always when I know I have to start praying because they look at the first page and they look at me. They look at the visa photo. They look at me. They flip through a couple more pages. And they look at me. And then someone starts speaking in a different language. And I'm like, oh, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> and so then he was like, who's this? And I was like, oh, that's me. That's not you. I was like, no, it is me. Then he flipped to another photo. Well, who's this? 
And in that photo, I have my short Afro curly hair, but it's all black. He's like, but who's this? That's also me. He's like, that's not you. And I'm like, what it is me? And then he's like, go to the back. Go to the back. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm about to be locked up. I'm about to go to jail. They want to put me back on the plane. I don't know what's going to happen. So then the line in the back was so long. And I finally got to, up to the front and there was a woman standing next to me. And so I don't know what her issue was with her passport. But, you know, she said something to the guy and then she started to overtalk him. And he was like, I said, shut up. And I was like, oh. That's all I need to hear. And he wasn't even talking to me, but I knew that was enough for me to be like, yes, sir, no, sir, head not. <laughs> and they scanned my eyes like 50 million times and they flipped through the photos again. Well, who's this? And who's this? And who's this? So now I had my hair braids up in a bun. I took them out of the bun. I pulled them back. I did all sorts of things so they could realize it's me. Like, it's really me it's only me and so they scan my eyes one last time they call somebody from the back and i'm like lord jesus i just need you to come help me right now because all my friends done left me and i don't want to get on a plane to go back to the state just let them know it's me and so finally one guy just kind of flipped through the photos again who's this it's me well who's this it's also me and then they stamped something they made a phone call they're like okay all right but then leaving Dubai to come back to the States, I got pulled out of the line because they didn't think it was me. <laughs> so clearly going forward, I decided my passport is about to expire. So I think I'm gonna get my hair done with some braids. That's my traveling style. Yes, the braids. <laughs> I remember standing at that carousel with your bag like, where's Keisha? They got Keisha. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Good times, so good times. And like, you know what? By the time you reconnected with all of us, it was like Danielle said, y'all, they cooked me in the back. They didn't believe who I was. All right, let's go on with a vacation. Like, and we just kept it rolling, you know? It was like, get me home now. I hate it here. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I think that's what I love about this group too, Danielle. Like, it, like the 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 travel yeah. etiquette. Is that a word? <laughs> the travel etiquette. Yeah, amongst us all, I feel like is mm-hmm. is like par for the course. It's it's right on point. So I appreciate it. Yeah, because hollering and and getting mad and screaming, it's, no. it's not going to get not. you anything. It's it not. Really isn't. No. No. Well, guys. I really thank y'all for this conversation today. Like, I enjoy talking to you guys on a regular day anyway. You know, when we go on vacations, we have such a good time. We just laugh and kiki. And, you know, and half the time, it might be other than social media, maybe weeks or months Mm -hmm. before we have a full-blown conversation Mm -hmm. like this. And every time we connect, it's just like... We never left. You know what I mean? So exactly. I love it. And yeah. I, I'm just grateful for y'all. Yep. I'm grateful for y'all travel mm-hmm. style. Grateful for you too. <laughs> yes. Y'all, thank y'all so much for this amazing conversation. I just absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Any last words? Um, thank you for having us. Um you know, I actually, my, my sleepy self wanted to go to bed at eight o'clock, but um, could not miss out on this opportunity to one, catch up mm-hmm. with my good people 
Um, but to just talk about our travels and, and all of the good times that we've had traveling together. So thank you, Nadine. Um, thank you, Traveling Black Women. Um, don't forget to follow us on all social media accounts. Um, Traveling Black Women on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, or X. Um, Instagram, threads, everywhere. Woo, woo. <laughs> Thank you, brand manager. Woo, woo. Yes, I suck everything you said. Thank you for you know creating this platform for you know women tra- black women to 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 connect and communicate and and you know get get more yeah. of us out there traveling. Well, thanks guys. Thanks for your yeah. support. Thanks for always being there. Thanks for always rocking your shirts, <laughs> sharing the Absolutely. post. You know, just being present, showing up the way that you guys have. I love you guys. We love you too. No, I love you too. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Peace.